0: Their powers are assembled, they form the mighty Car Jomaz.
1: Hello everyone and welcome to episode 317 of the Car Jomez Podcast. I'm Mez. And my co-host as always is I am the magistrate of Caravan City.
0: And still, oh yeah. One half of the FWF Tag Team Champions. I'm Joe from the Car Jomez Podcast. Yeah, you are, buddy. What's up? How you doing? Uh, you know me, Gomez, just putting smiles on faces and memories and hearts.
1: Mmm. I love it. Still champ. Oh, I love to hear those words,
0: baby. I mean, what did you expect? When <laughs> when you're one of the top one wrestlers in the world, is there any doubt that I was going to successfully defend these tag team titles this past weekend at
1: FWF Live 4? You never know. It's shenanigans sometimes. People cheat to win. Sometimes no they can, do. No one and can beat cried. you straight up. Like, come on. They would have to cheat. I would think I would think they would have to cheat. Exactly. So that's why. I just want to make sure. No I'm much too talented. <laughs> you put that work in. I do. <laughs> I had new gear.
0: I had a new entrance song composed by uh, Johnny Soul
1: in Ooh, conjunction
0: Johnny. with Harry Slash. Oh, that Johnny. But Johnny Soul, you may know, as he did the song for Scotty Anton back in ECW, The Clap. Oh, yeah, baby, clapping. So Johnny Soul came out of rehab for a weekend to compose my new theme song, which is called Captain's Crunch. It's a great name. It's a great name, bro. I named it. <laughs> so they, good. They said, oh, we're, we're working a couple names. I go, how about Captain's Crunch? They were like, not really. I was like, well, that's what it's called. I
1: mean, It's my song, bro. That's what we're going to call it. Uh, So how was the show, bro? How you feeling? Get back in that ring. Look at you. I mean, uh, was there any doubt in the
0: world that I was going to come in, have the match of the night? You know, I wake Uh, up in the morning and piss excellence. I just, I'm just so used to greatness at this
1: point that sometimes I even take myself for granted. (laughs) I had planned to attend this wonderful festivity. That's what I was hearing for weeks. Yeah, I bought tickets. I—it's I, not like I didn't buy tickets. Oh my goodness! And uh, wake up, and Shiloh is sick. Oh, of course, this is my life. This is why I try. I don't plan things. There's things I want to do, but it's very rare that I will buy tickets for something in advance like this because this is what always happens, bro. Always. The oh, kid gets sick. And what Shiloh. was it? Uh, COVID? No, not COVID, but she had a little fever. So we worried about that. But uh, I I told you, the silver line into all this was, she was actually pretty upset that she didn't get to go to wrestling. I didn't yeah. know. Like, I was telling her, oh, you excited? And she be like, yeah, I'm excited. And I'm like, okay. And apparently, the night before, she was like, what should I dream about? Should I dream about wrestling? And so she... Tried to have dreams about wrestling. She was fired up. She, bro. Got, she got too fired up.
0: She it <laughs> raised her temperature way too much,
1: and she was so upset. She was crying. She was so upset. I was not expecting that. So I was like, "Oh, that was nice to see that she actually was interested like that." So I, I guess next time you come, I'm not gonna say I'm, I'm not gonna say I'm coming. I'm just gonna show up because I'm. <laughs> that's what's gonna happen. I'm not wasting money again. Oh my goodness. The worst. Um, I'm disappointed in you. You could have gotten a program. I'm all over the program. Of course you are. I, you know, I even went to the store, Joe. I bought you a Entenmann's marshmallow cake. Did you? Oh, my God. I did. It was in my car. I left it in the car. I just took it out. I was like... I guess I got to eat this cake. Oh, yeah. Sucks, Sucks to be you, Gomez. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, I
0: don't know if Entenmann's is like a New York thing or a Northeast thing. We do have some Entenmann's here in Florida, but it is like a supermarket bakery display. They're yeah. all like pre, you know, it's not a real bakery. I mean, it is a real bakery, but they deliver sure. to really like supermarkets and small groceries and stuff. Their products, they're just like synonymous with New York, I feel i think the bakery is in long island somewhere but they have some you don't get the full selection kind of outside of new york though and one of the things they have is this marshmallow ice devil's food cake and i listen i would take this shit behind the middle school and get that bitch pregnant i fucking (laughs) love that goddamn cake and you don't have that here you can't find that fucking cake here in florida you, you can't. All they have here are like little pop-em donuts, you know, like the oh, little
1: those are good, but I mean we need fine, things but too. Like,
0: I need the other shit. They got the Halloween cupcake Oh, be those out are now so good with the yeah, Halloween I those. frosting and the little yep. candy corns little on candy it. Candy corn, love it. <laughs> oh my god, my, my man over at Sludge Central, Jay from Sludge Central just posted a photo of him picking up a few boxes of them at his local so grocery <laughs> store. And I was like, God damn you, Jay from Sludge Central. Oh,
1: so fun. Kellyanne's uh, brother, he works for Entimins. He's the he's a delivery. He he owns a what the you fuck know. Fuck,
0: why you been holding out on us this he, whole goddamn time, so you son of a
1: bitch? He gets Entimins and he gets bread. So if you don't want any bread or anything, what the it's like fuck what fuck kind of bread do you bread. want? You know, and he whenever we have a party, he's like, so what does everybody want? And he can get anything. Like, so- what
0: does everybody <laughs> want? <laughs> <laughs> Marshmallow oh, ice devil's oh. food cake.
1: So he could get anything, even things that aren't popular. Like, uh, I never see them. They have these little lemon cake things. Yeah. They're not really around. But he's like, these are these are the best, bro. Nobody carries them. He's like, I don't know why. I put them in my store. They sell out instantly. I don't know why no one else carries them, he says. So Entenmann's. We love Entenmann's in this house, bro. When I was a, a kid,
0: like a small kid, going to church with my grandma, Every week after Mass, we'd go to this deli right across the street, pick up some cold cuts and stuff for breakfast. And Grandma Rose would always buy this box of Entenmann's chocolate chip cookies. And let me tell you, those chocolate chip cookies are fucking bangers. Oh, yeah. There is. I can't tell you. Mm. I can't tell you the last time I had an
1: Entenmann's chocolate chip cookie. Oh. See, I'm going to have to send you that. I can't send the cake because the cake will go everywhere. The icing would be yeah, ruined. Yeah, it would be a
0: disaster. But
1: some cookies, I can send you some cookies. I'm going to send you some cookies, baby. Like those cupcakes. You know, even
0: transporting those Halloween cupcakes yeah. from the grocery store to your house, just you're getting frosting goals. all over the fucking top yes. of the box. Like, it's going to be a mess.
1: Sometimes just getting in the right box. You're looking like, oh, this one's too oh, really smushed. Yeah. This one's small. Let me go in the back. It's a production <laughs> Yeah, gotta find the right one, but, but it's so worth it. It is. Oh man, who oh. knew? I had
0: the last time I had the marshmallow ice devil's food cake, I was up in New York for something to do at work. My buddy picked me up, and we went to my favorite deli on the whole planet, Cherry Valley, over in oh, Whitestone, yeah. Queens. And I picked up two sandwiches because <laughs> I feel like I gotta get two sandwiches when I'm up there because I don't know when the next time I'm gonna be there is gonna be. So I have to be able to enjoy myself as much as possible. And then as I was, like, waiting around for them to finish putting it together, I see the Entenmann's display, and that cake was just fucking sitting there, bro. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Well, hot damn. What am I going to do with the fucking whole cake? (laughs) I will have you know, Gomez, that in addition to those two sandwiches, I ate a whole goddamn
1: cake. I love him. He couldn't just eat a little bit. He's like, well, I'm not gonna waste it. I gotta eat all this cake. What, what the fuck? What are we doing here, bro? What are we
0: doing? Why well, have the whole cake if you're not gonna eat it? It's meant to be shared with who? Uh, someone, at least one other person. Oh, they got of rid of back page, so it's not like I was expecting guests. <laughs> Oh, FetLife, however, I don't think I was on to FetLife quite then, but Fet Life has been paying off in spades for the superstar lately.
1: God bless. <laughs> oh, Ed the Cake, they're good and wrestling <laughs> tag team champ still.
0: Uh, yeah. yeah, FWF Live Four. Um, I don't know what to say. It was uh, the match. I listen. Real talk, it was what it was. That's what you get with me right now. I'm 41 fucking years old, and I haven't done this shit in, like, a real setting in quite some time. Uh, I did my best. It was okay. Am I happy with it? I mean, I'm happy to have it out of the way more than anything.
1: Sure. You, gotta, you got you to get the first one out, right? You got to get the rust out. You got to get back into the I don't think,
0: things. I don't think I've been this nervous before a match since my very first match
1: was the last time you had like a real match? About, probably like, about six years. That's a long time. Yeah. I understand. Like, I get it. A lot has happened in six years. A yeah. lot of pounds have been gained in six oh, years. Oh, my God. Matt Cardona
0: <laughs> shit on me this week on the Major Pod. Oh, yeah. Oh, when it, I, I didn't think he needed to be that honest. I mean, like, I believe me, Like, I know what it was, but my God, like, they're, they're just because it comes to a point where it just becomes mean. Oh, just getting bullied over here. We can't stand for this. Although Except- he did say he did say he loves me.
1: He peppered it in. He, he peppers
0: goes, in the love. He 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 he, he started the statement with now listen, every I think it's pretty obvious I wasn't the biggest fan of shoes at the beginning. He's like, but he's grown on me. And then he, he proceeds started. to fucking bury me. What are you gonna do? <laughs> That's why uh, they call him good bedside Matt. (laughs) Oh yeah, he's got the good bedside man in there. Yeah, (laughs) he's like the the doctor from Scrubs. You know, he comes in, makes you chuckle,
1: (laughs) makes you puts your mind at ease. Oh, those are good doctors. I wish I had doctors like that. Doctors are not fun like that. No, they're very nasty. (laughs) Except
0: Doctor Spaceman, because he gives you every anything you want. Well that's a good doctor. Yeah. Him and him and Dr. Nick. The best doctors on TV. The best doctors I've ever seen. Let's let's see. Top top 3 TV doctors. I mean, we'll do an early big finish. Just off the cuff. Uh Dr. Spaceman, Dr. Nick, and uh Dr. CPA when he was the trainer and put gave Daniel Bryan the ice pack.
1: It was crucial to his comeback that ice pack was very <laughs> Daniel important.
0: Bryan didn't get that ice pack from CPA. Who knows what would have happened. History would be totally different right now. <laughs> I mean, he still wouldn't have won the AEW title, but you know, no, whatever. No, that's never
1: happened. It'll happen no, when matter I don't how,
0: no matter how many tickets Gomez buys to these goddamn
1: shows. <laughs> it's never. This is my 15th attempt. <laughs> I, I'm done. I I did it three times. I I can't do it again I'll see him defend the belt Your heart can't break into any more pieces Eventually
0: it becomes like fucking Voldemort With the horcruxes (laughs) There comes a point where you just don't have any
1: more soul left It's tiring Oh my goodness I get so excited And just crushed crushed.
0: So I imagine that's exactly how you feel About missing uh, The return of the Superstar
1: this week I was I was very upset I wanted to hear that music. I wanted to see the crowd clap along. Did people clap along? Were they clapping with you? Not really.
0: No. <laughs> no, I'm not allowed <laughs> We did. We did get a shoes chant at one point. That counts for something. Yeah, my mom watched it on pay-per-view on That's Fight TV. Cool. It's the first time my mom saw me
1: wrestle live in uh, 19 years. <laughs> Crazy. What were her critiques? Because I know she's... Uh, she lays it to you straight. She said, "Her well, this is after the <laughs> match, You're after right.
0: the match, Brian cut a promo because it was actually his anniversary. So brought his wife and kids into the ring and they said something very nice about me. So my mom goes, you know, your friend Brian said some very nice things about you. But Joseph, I really think you need to get some bigger underwear because they look very <sighs> tight.
1: Oh, God bless her. <laughs> so that was my mom's big critique. It could be worse. That's not so bad.
0: <laughs> I mean, I guess it could be worse, but how much... I, it's like Matt Cardona. Eventually, at some point, it just becomes mean.
1: <laughs> oh, poor <Joe. laughs>
0: Oh, just let me lose this fucking belt already. That way I never have to do this again. <laughs>
1: Just someone pin me Somebody fucking beat me, please <laughs> From now on There was a 24-7 rule Please, just someone come and get this shit Where's off. the fucking gardener? Is he outside mowing <laughs> the hedges
0: right now? Like, please, just take this fucking belt away Then I could put I think- this gear on whatnot
1: Nah, bro, you're gonna have that belt forever You're gonna break the Uso record here I mean, I'm afraid of that <laughs> <laughs> Like, because I know how good I am. It's it's almost impossible to keep this level of drive and dedication under wraps. Well, obviously what's going to happen is your partner is going to be the one that gets pinned. I mean, duh. You know, obviously. You know,
0: so as Brian <laughs> brings his wife and kids in the ring, he starts doing this happy anniversary thing, you know, doing his good dad stuff. And as I'm sitting there, I go, how great of a heel turn would it be right now if I just laid out his kids with the bells Fucking roll, <laughs> like, just fucking like, <laughs> his two little girls. What? What if I just bamboozled them
1: and knocked them over sideways with the fucking belts? Nuclear heat, bro. You'd be <laughs> fucking unstoppable, kid. <laughs> oh, Man. I'm the talent on this team, and they're stealing
0: my moment <laughs> I was gonna say exactly. I'm the my one big one <laughs> I got that pinfall. I did the big high spot.
1: <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, I, I hope mean, you uh Yeah, like 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 anything in
0: life, violence against children is okay in wrestling, just not real life. Sure,
1: of yeah. course. Bro, it would have been hilarious. That shit would have <laughs> it would have been everywhere. <laughs> Like I'm in the ring thinking this Like I'm I'm
0: just in the corner as Brian's Thanking his wife for a wonderful However many years of marriage And how proud of his kids And I'm just like I Could just knock them all over with this fucking belt right now Oh
1: my goodness It could have been like Cena Put all three of them The two kids, the wife yeah. just, <laughs> just give all of them at the same just time t- Tape him to the bottom <laughs> rope and make him watch <laughs> Oh, man. Wrestling. Wrestling's the best. <laughs> Get to beat up kids and win.
0: And we got to the back, and someone actually asked me if that's, like, for, like, you know, for a second. Like, I thought you were going to attack his family. <laughs> so I wonder if, like, as it was going on in my head, if there was, like, a look on my face where it was, like, almost
1: This guy's like... just like. <laughs> like... Start loading up that sweet shin music You know just...
0: some, sometimes my visualization Gets so strong that I get Completely lost in it so
1: Facials are very Important in the business baby come on Oh
0: man <laughs> But I was fucking gassed At the end I, <laughs> I, I finally I get the pinfall we win And I fucking like sit up Brian jumps on me to like celebrate I go get the Fuck off me I can't
1: breathe <laughs> Oh, those kids would have been safe. It would have been the weakest. It would have been the weakest.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it would be like when, when Mister Burns is giving you the throttling <laughs> of a lifetime. Yeah, take that.
1: <laughs> oh man, well, it sounds like fun, Joe. Sounds like
0: a good time. Oh, it's listen. Um, Doing these shows reminds me of everything I used to love and why I loved it in the first place. It's it's great to do these. It's great to be in front of the crowd. It's great to be around the boys. It's just a, a, a lot of fun. And had a, a fun little car ride with uh, Rich Swan and Brian and Heath coming down from Albany. Oh, what yeah. a car ride that was! We got <laughs> some clarification on the Heath and Adult Lunchables. Oh yes, well it's not the the Shakudoos so- boy. <laughs> so we put this out there for for discussion first i brought up to brian and as we're like loading the bags in the car and i was like i think he meant charcuterie and then like brian stops and like lost it like completely busts out (laughs) and then taya valkyrie is there so i'm telling her the story and right off the bat she goes oh my god did he mean charcuterie (laughs) it's so good And then it turns out, Gomez, so we asked Heath about it. I go, listen, a couple of us have been talking about this. I've been trying to figure it out for, like, two weeks now. Did you mean charcuterie? And he's like, man, they make, like, adult Lunchables. Like, he doubles down on it. (laughs) It's just adult Lunchables. That's it. (laughs) And then, Knick overhears this? He goes, no, they actually do make adult Lunchables. Interesting. So... It's like a charcuterie pack, but it comes in, like, a Lunchables plastic thing. And you go, like, in your deli section and just pick it up. So, But there is a Lunchables branded one. Sure. Okay. I love it. But there's, like, a fancier brand that Heath was talking about. And we actually were able to find it on Google. So now I feel bad because, like, I made fun of this guy for fucking weeks. (laughs) But it was funny. Come on like at one point during the car ride to the building Brian's playing all these 90s like slow jams in the Ooh. in the car and like Heath is like nodding in and out of sleep and at one point he goes man this song makes me just want to cry and make out <laughs> he was playing the jams there huh oh my god it was all the all the big hits from the 90s i love it <laughs> Brian's big on uh, like the old school R and B stuff. Real big on it.
1: Oh, that's nice. Oh, that's a good
0: time. Even when we did the PBR commercial, we felt like we needed music. Brian puts on some playlist on his phone. It was all like these smooth jams. I'm like, what the?
1: Are we gonna fuck or what? Man, I'm surprised he only got two kids. Sound <laughs> like he's all about that. And he's Irish. You method. know how that. You know how that turns out.
0: <laughs>
1: Fucking 14 kids, a half a potato each. This is my seventh Irish twin. That's it.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Good time. But yeah, good good time. Can't wait to do it again. Thank you, guys, who came out. Thank you, guys, for watching on Fight TV. Pretty successful, I've heard, on Fight. So I'm really happy about that. Uh, almost a uh, complete sellout at the door. Very cool. Got to meet a bunch of people during the pre-show meet and greet. Thank you, guys, for coming up. And like I said, I'm really touched because I got a lot of play in the program. And it's, it's such a cool-looking, like, vintage WWE-style live event program That's with, awesome. like, little bios and profile photos and stuff, little articles. So it's, like, really, it's one of the coolest pieces of merch I think they ever put out. That's awesome. And granted, I'm biased because I'm in it, but, yeah. like, it's
1: really, really well done. Hmm. Very Nice. Well, that was your uh, that was your day, the nighttime, Joe. We got to talk a little bit of your uh, Sunday night here. My Sunday night? Well, what
0: happened Sunday night? Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so let me tell you my mindset going into Sunday night. Yeah, let's tell me. So we had an afternoon show. Show started at 2 o'clock. I realized I could get on a late flight and get home that night. Yeah. I'm like, this is perfect. I'm super sore after the match. Haven't done this in a long time. Right. So I said, you know what? Let me upgrade to an even more space seat. Right. I look at the seating chart. I go, Oh, this whole row is empty at the very least. I probably this mm-hmm. close to, ch- you know, this close to takeoff, I'll end up with at least the seat next to me open because yeah, I always maybe. take the window. So I'll end up with the middle seat empty, be able to kind of stretch sure. out a little bit. I'm a yeah. big dude. I'm very conscious of that when I fly. So I'm always making sure I keep my arms tucked in. So I'm like, oh, this will be good. I can relax a bit. I get on this plane. They have TVs, live TVs on the plane. I turn on the game right away. It's already 2-0. The Mets are losing. So now uh, now I'm pissed. Of course. And then all of a sudden, this plane is so fucking packed that not only does someone take the aisle seat in my row, someone sits down in the middle seat in my row. Wow! I'm like, okay. You gotta be fucking kidding me, bro. You gotta be kidding me. Oh. Then this guy feels like he needs to assert his dominance, so he like spreads his elbows out, yeah. make One sure, make yeah. sure he takes over. I'm taking it. rest And he's like this little fucking like, p- and I'm not trying to start shit. You know what I mean? Like I'm on yeah. a plane. I just want to go the want to go away. home. As <laughs> I so get home, and then like I'm nodding off a little bit. I'm tired. It's been a long day. I'm not at all. Every time I would fall asleep, this guy has, like, jumpy leg syndrome, and then he would, like, knock his knee into mine, woke me up four different fucking times just so I could wake up and watch the Mets not get any goddamn hits.
1: Fucking ridiculous. What a fucking shitty way to end this. hit. One
0: goddamn hit in a do-or-die game in the postseason.
1: It's unbelievable. unbelievable. I
0: cannot believe. I live in a day and age where a one hundred and
1: one win season would feel disappointing. It's the truth. I don't want to be down on this year. It was so much fun. This team was so much fun to watch. It wasn't misery watching this game, this team every year. It was like, oh, this is fun. Oh, look at this. Even losses, it wasn't terrible. They were in game like. It just was a good season. And then the postseason started after that last terrible week of the season. But whatever. We still got this. We're going to do it. No. Terrible game run. Our our main man here, Max Scherzer, terrible. Just nothing. Brought nothing to the game.
0: Scherzer, I'm guessing, still has to be hurt. Yes. And
1: he's trying to be a game He's trying to do his thing. I get it. I get it. Yes. But
0: just... You know what? You can't win if you don't score runs either. That's true. Get a hit. I mean, you got to get a hit to Steven. <laughs> One fucking hit. And then by the time, for those of you who didn't watch the game and aren't Mets fans, and I believe me, I completely understand that you're not uh, masochists, So, like <laughs> Gomez and myself are. There was an instance where on Twitter, it was beginning to blow up that the pitcher for the Padres, Joe Musgrove, had some kind of substance on his ear His ear was Especially shiny And it looked like he kept going uh, It must have had like some Vaseline On his ear he was using a Weight the ball or doctor the ball a little bit So it became a big thing on Twitter Eventually the Mets manager Buck Walter Comes out to question it but by the time He fucking did it yes, yes it's, it's the it's- sixth inning your team is Down four nothing you guys can't Get shit going it really of yes. desperation yes and at that point it was like just, what the fuck are we doing now you just pissed them off because they didn't yes. find anything they basically gave this guy a saint joseph's day ear tug and rub down on the <laughs> fucking mound looking for fucking some kind of substance and they find nothing they said he's good to go and at that point like you had brought nothing to the table like if you were going to do this Do this in the second, the third inning, not the sixth, when you're down four runs and you look fucking dead. There's no energy. There's no emotion. There's no passion. This is what you're trying to
1: do to save your season? Come on. Yeah. It was. That's all I've been hearing is, oh, sore losers. What is Buck doing? Like, it turned into that now. Now, look at this. Good for the Mets. That's what they get trying to do that. I think it's fair to challenge it or question
0: it or ask the umps to do a check, but do it three innings earlier.
1: There's uh, there's a lot of uh, free agents on this team, Joe. I'll tell you what, this is one of my biggest pet
0: peeves. You and I went through it in 2006. And I clearly remember, I don't know why I remember this. I remember some weird things sometimes. You and I went on a late night run to KFC. And as we were driving back, probably a few days after the Mets had just lost game seven of the NLCS to the Cardinals, you, you said to me, but at least we know they'll be back. And I said, Gomez, do not think that way because you never know that this could be the last chance. And for a long time, it was. It was. And that's how I feel about this team now. Under no circumstance am I considering it a layup that this team will be back in contention with as good of a roster and in the postseason next year like they were this year. Because I guarantee you, at the very least, Jacob deGrom is gone. Mm. He is not coming back. Everything you've heard is that he hates New York.
1: Mm.
0: Everything. Everything. He wants to go be closer to harder go be a brave for fucking 25 million a year instead of a met for 35 I you know how can you stop him you can't Maybe he wants to go to the Dodgers and just pick up where Kershaw's leaving off Who knows? The Mets cannot afford to let him leave for many reasons. Number one, even if he gives you 50 innings, there are 50 innings that are way better than 50 innings you're going to get from someone else. Number two is like he's a legacy player for this franchise now. Yeah. Two Cy Young Awards. He's one of the greatest pitchers in the history of the franchise on a team that is seeped in good pitching history. And they're going to lose this guy just because he doesn't want to be there. Mm on top of that you just had the best closer in the game this year all the energy that would pop through vibrate through city field during his entrance free agent how much are you paying him you're gonna give a closer 80 million 100 million
1: i don't know <laughs> that's a good question
0: you know at some point you're gonna have to give extensions to pete alonzo jeff mcneil but what kind of extensions did they get? Because Pete Alonso's already what, 27, 28. Jeff McNeil's probably 30. Like these guys came up late; they're late bloomers. Alonso was a, a college player, so a couple years in the minors. All of a sudden, he comes up to the league at 24. It's not like he's a 20-year-old kid. Like the Braves have Michael Harris and Spencer Strider and Ozzy Albie's and Ronald. Acuna. Next ten years, all these guys who they're Locked bringing up. up at 19, 20 years old, and then lock it up for eight years. So they have them through their entire 20s. You're talking Alonzo, what's he gonna want? Eight years? You're gonna pay them till he's 36 with that kind of bat-to-ball profile. Sure, he had his best season, I think, as an all-around hitter this year. But you is that the kind of guy you want to lock up till he's 36? I don't know. McNeil, what, what's a fair contract for McNeil? 29, 30 years old. How many years can you possibly give him? I get it. He's best batting average in the entire league this year. Yeah. But what do you give him? You know, what? we have a couple rookies, but for whatever reason, our Mark Vientos and our Brett Beatty's and our Francisco Alvarez's, they don't pan out the same
1: way the Braves seem to. No, it usually does not. Uh, what about... Uh... Are they going to be making a big offer for Aaron Judge? Is he coming across across the turnpike here? Yeah. I have no I honestly have no idea how
0: you go about assembling this team because I believe only 7 players are signed for next year.
1: Yeah, I saw a list, it was pretty crazy. It was like a lot of free agents, it was like 12. Like, I was like, Whoa, holy shit, there's a lot of people on this list that yeah. they need to sign, not just like they need these people. So,
0: I mean, right away, Scherzer, I believe, can opt out. I doubt he will at this no, point. That's a lot of money. Uh, DeGrom said from day he one is, he yeah. was planning on opting out. Bassett is a free agent, Edwin Diaz is a free agent. How do you replace – Bassett gave you 180-something innings. Like, how do you just replace that? Like, where are you getting those innings? You want David Peterson or uh, Trevor Williams to pick – like, those aren't the same quality of innings.
1: And what's what's the free agent pool look at? Because usually these guys have been getting locked up now, so there's usually not a – I'll tell you what, after Aaron Judge
0: – you take him out of the equation, the best outfielder on the market looks like it's going to be Brandon Nimmo.
1: Oh, my God. It's crazy. <laughs> wow. That's, that's crazy. It's crazy. They be Brandon locking Nimmo these players up. Nimmo
0: has turned himself into a very good everyday player who has turned into a very good above-average center fielder, gives you a good offensive profile, plays a premium defensive position. I mean, they had the opportunity To kind of extend him You know Years ago They chose not to He got better and better and better Now it's gonna fucking cost him Cause this is a guy that Even if he signs for three or four years He's gonna get Probably close to You know 18-20 million dollars
1: a year Crazy It's so crazy That's a lot That's a lot for someone like that But that's just how it is That's That's what
0: That's what it costs nowadays That's the cost of doing business It is There are a lot of question marks This is going to be a very interesting offseason For this Mets team Uh, Thankfully uh, Baseball has already completed They will not be crowning a champion this year Um, So I mean I, I guess it's going to be interesting for everyone Since nobody won the World Series But There is a lot That they need to do And need to work on And pretty much get going immediately At least with trying to get some of their own guys re-signed before the market opens.
1: Uh, real fast, one more sports thing I just want to bring up here, Joe. Hockey starts tonight. Woo! Your uh, Penguins, I remember you said you had some free agent issues, right? The Penguins, Gomez. Let me put it this way. What happened here?
0: They simulated the season on NHL twenty three. And guess who is the Stanley Cup champion in waiting? According to EA Sports, really? it is the Pittsburgh Penguins. And baby, you know they're always right. What? Uh, why is this? Why
1: are they number one? What did they do?
0: They the best.
1: <laughs> but like, why not these other? I don't understand. They what? just do hockey better than everybody. <laughs> okay because i mean That's you've it. been down you've been down on them in the never past never again <laughs> never before <laughs> oh, i excited. would never
0: do such a thing to a franchise that has given me good memories three count them three Stanley Cup championships in the lifetime of my fandom I was really just getting into hockey before the ones in the 90s, so I can't count those as mine. But 2009, 2016, 2017, those are mine.
1: I own stock in those. Yes, you are. You you showed up,
0: everything. Yeah, I bought hats and and rally towels, and I waved them. I waved them. That's how you know I was invested.
1: That's it. Very serious business, waving that towel. So serious. Oh right, so penguins, you heard it here first. The Pittsburgh Penguins are winning the Stanley Cup, guys. Well, I mean not first.
0: The EA Sports thing no one did come out to first. Well, no what are we doing? Well, no well, but I, I told people, you know, so now they know I didn't make it up. <laughs> Credit <laughs> the
1: source. Credit the nah, we don't we don't do that
0: here. We it We steal. Yeah, we're
1: Eddie Guerrero, <laughs> but alive. <laughs> Happy birthday, Eddie. <laughs> His I don't think it was like two days ago. Oh, whoops! <laughs> oh, did you watch? Did you watch wrestling this weekend? It was wrestling? No, I am yours. wrestling this weekend. Oh. I, I,
0: I, I, I was the entire sport of wrestling this weekend.
1: You missed the big return of Bray Wyatt. Your boy's back. Really? Yeah, he's back. I didn't even hear this. They've been doing things for weeks. Little clues and little things on the TV. Oh. We didn't know what it was. Everyone knew who it was, but we didn't know who it was. You know, it was one of those things. Oh, is everybody excited? Everyone loves the idea of Bray Wyatt, yes. You love the idea of Bray Wyatt until (laughs) he has to wrestle, right? Until he's in the main event, and everyone's like, this is the worst match I ever saw. Like The Undertaker.
0: Everybody loved The Undertaker, then they made him champion, and everyone stood there and said, okay,
1: now what? Yeah. I mean, it took, what, 15 years for us to start getting good Undertaker matches? It was a long while before people cared about an Undertaker match. I love that Giant Gonzalez match. That was instant turn to channel. Oh, the Undertaker match. Can Kong Bundy change the shit? <laughs> you uh, you brought up Giant Gonzalez, Joe. I know you didn't watch this. <laughs> Speaking of dead people, <laughs> Marvel's Werewolf by Night. Did you watch this, Joe? You didn't. Watch I this. haven't watched it. Yet. It's on my watch list.
0: I, I saw it. I was like, "Oh, you know what? Maybe I'll put this on." And instead, I just rewatched Agent Carter.
1: So I watched it. It was it was fun. It was good.
0: You know. Okay, it's, I hear good things.
1: I hear it's a lot 50 of people. Minutes. It's nice. It's fun. It's you know, it's a fun little thing. Uh, the werewolf, werewolf by night. I instantly started laughing because he looks like Giant Gonzalez. Like <laughs> he does. Like he has big, hairy. Shoulders and he's very tall and a bodysuit and, and I was just like, This motherfucker look and he's Spanish too, so he kind of has that and, and he's <laughs> led to everywhere by Harvey <laughs> Whippleman. I wish uh it's fun uh there's some cool things in there, if you like uh certain uh horror aspects of Marvel, but uh, I think you got a kick out of it. It's fifty minutes. you can't go wrong. it's quick and easy. Yeah, it's something
0: I'll definitely check out. Um, Like I said, I did hear good things, so I'll I'll spend an hour on that. Why not? Yeah.
1: Did you watch She-Hulk this week? It was a big episode of She-Hulk. I did, but remind me what it was about. We finally got Dead Devil. Oh, yes, of course.
0: How could I forget? We finally got... I forgot. Um, (laughs) No, I I thought this was a great episode. I like where they're going. I like where they're going with She-Hulk. As we come down, I think there's one episode remaining one episode in the season left. Yes, so I think this has been a very fun
1: season. A lot of fun. Every episode, I'm having fun. Some are better than others, but I'm always having fun with the episode with the characters. This last episode with Daredevil was fantastic. This is more Daredevil in the comics. You know, he's not always this angry mm, guy. So it was fun that he was a little, little more silly. And uh, we got a hallway fight. I love it. They did a hallway yes. fight. So good. Love that they did that. And uh, in the comics, Daredevil is a big, uh, he's a big hoe. He likes to get around town. Yes. So they uh, they added that into this, which is always good. It's nice to see some fucking in the MCU, you know? Listen, after
0: our conversation about Fishman fucks Mute Lady, colon, the major motion picture a few weeks back, <laughs> If there's one thing you know that this podcast will always sign off on, that's more fucking. So you want to put say. fucking in She-Hulk? Good. Because you know what, Gomez? Real people? Fuck.
1: That's right. The MCU, everyone's always like, hey, everybody, like, come on. Let's have some sexual tension once in a yeah, while. Yeah, <laughs> go out.
0: <laughs> have Drop some, some
1: nodes. <laughs>
0: Uh, We're gonna make that a t-shirt Drop some loads t-shirt God bless Uh, You know I did actually go back to a show Gomez Oh what you watch Andor Oh I haven't So I went back to episode one I said let me try and like actually Maybe I wasn't paying attention Sure So I said let me uh, watch Yeah. And I watched episode one. It's okay. Still okay. I, I'll I'll check out episode two at some point. I was talking to Mark Sterling about this on the latest episode of the Captain's Log. We brought it up, and he's all into it. I but I hear a lot of good. He he says it's a very slow burn at the beginning, but once it it peaks, now you're up. It you know brings okay. you up and keeps you there. But he said the mistake I made was not watching all three episodes together. He felt they needed that. to be watched like a movie. When they anymore.
1: when they drop three, I usually you should watch all three because they're telling you this is what the show is here. Boom. Yeah. So I get that, yes. So maybe I will go. I, I will go back
0: to it at some point. It's just not on my priorities.
1: Yeah, me too. Like I I I've hearing great things. Everyone talking about it saying great things. So I am interested. I like the characters. It's just, uh, it's been busy over here. And then, you know, six weeks of horror. I'm trying to trying to watch some spooky movies, you know? Oh, speaking of. <laughs> oh, yeah, Joe, speaking
0: of. Gomez, hit the music. Six Weeks of Horror.
1: <laughs> all right folks here we are was this week four of six weeks of horror we're almost done baby we're in the back half here lucky Thank you Cena <laughs> lucky you Ah, we've had some fun the past couple weeks little shop of horrors hocus pocus I decided let's 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 get back on track here let's let's do what we're here to do make Joe watch some ridiculous shit <laughs> so this week we watched the 1980s classic brain damage by a double main man Frank Kennelada director of the wonderful basket case series among other movies he's uh, a okay in my book here brain damage Joe baby oh Yep. Baby. How? Well, what, what's the movie about? I didn't want to say too much last week. I didn't want to give anything away. How, how would you, you know, tell people what it's about without maybe giving away the goods? Like, what, well, what's the, the quick synopsis here? I will direct them to the IMDb page. Oh, what, what did they say? Which,
0: which states one morning. A young man wakes to find that a small, disgusting creature has attached itself to the base of his brain stem. The creature gives him a euphoric state of happiness, but demands human victims in return.
1: That's good. I like that. Doesn't give too much. It's nice, nice, cute movie. That sounds like sounds like. So, (laughs) turn on
0: this movie. And I know I'm in for some bullshit. I know. And I just know I'm in for some bullshit. Because last year, Gomez had me watch Basket Case. And let me tell you, that was a (laughs) basket-o-bullshit. This year, I come to Basket Case Part 2 Electric Boogaloo. And I am welcomed, introduced... these two old people who lose what I guess you think is some kind of pet or child uh, or something. something. It it has escaped their bathtub and they're going nuts looking for it because they have to feed it these tiny brains, these animal brains that they've sourced from... Just got back from the market. The local butcher shop. I guess that's just something you say. Hey, give me your best brains. You could. Yes, you could. Yes. (laughs) I, I, you're lucky I go to a supermarket, let alone a butcher shop. (laughs)
1: Did you like how they tore their house up looking for this? (laughs) Like (laughs) they fucking trashed this place. (laughs) I like that is like something that's
0: that their man is throwing literally (laughs) shit out of the closet. She's like smashing all the fine China digging through cabinets. What the fuck could they possibly, they must've lost a baby. You know, like something, something. And then we don't really know, like, what's going on until we're introduced to what is known as Elmer. (laughs) Fucking Elmer. Elmer, for those of you who don't know, looks like the old... um,
1: how are we going to oh. describe them? I'm interested to see.
0: <laughs> what was the old sandwich place that used to toast the sandwich? Quiznos. Quiznos. <laughs> it looks like if the Quiznos mascot was left on the grill
1: too long. Oh, I get, I know what you're saying. <laughs> right? I, I think. Get it. I don't think anyone else will get it. Fucking you know, Quiznos. The, 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 the Quiznos. The
0: Quiznos subs mascot. Google it right now. I'll give you a second while I chat. Eat Quiznos subs. Quiznos subs subs. on the dollar off if you have coupon. He used to <laughs> sing that song. Quiznos subs. They don't exist anymore. I don't believe. There's probably a video a on like the funk Land or something where it's the Eat downfall of Quiznos subs. <laughs> But their chicken carbonara back in the day oh, was absolutely so fucking bagged.
1: good, bro. I love Quiznos. Their soups, the French onion sandwiches. dip sandwich, oh. mm, so good. Oh, good stuff. I I but it.
0: anyway, they had like this little sock puppet looking thing as a mascot, yeah. and that's basically what our, I guess, hero is in this movie.
1: Hero. <laughs> Oh hero! Maybe this is why Joe doesn't like this. He's coming at them from the wrong. I don't understand why the hero would act like this.
0: <laughs> I mean, you, you, you horror people are very weird. Like the fact that you would want you to see, see him like movie. the bad guys. <laughs> yes, I understand. <laughs> I'm trying to to get in the mindset to be able to better relate with you and your kind, Gomez.
1: <laughs> I get it. Yes. We do, we're rooting for Jason We're not supposed to root for Jason, he's the bad guy I get it Oh my god. So yeah, this thing looks like a
0: slimy Kind of eely looking turd type thing yes, And it, it attaches itself to this guy's brain Brian is the guy's name attaches, He's also in this apartment building so The old people are going nuts through the apartment building You know, knocking on people's doors Trying to investigate to find out where Their long lost Elmer has gone it attaches itself to Brian. And now Brian, he this Elmer releases like this liquid into your brain and it oh, makes yeah. you feel good and you want to party and dance, yeah. go to the clubs and fuck. But in return, this thing comes shooting out at the most inopportune times. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> and he just starts chewing on real people and eating their brains because he's hungry for brains and now. The animal brains can't even seduce him anymore. Now that he's gotten a taste of human brain, he needs more of it. And the more human brain he has, the more powerful he becomes until he eventually is so powerful that Brian can't even control his impulses anymore. He's just so addicted to that euphoric feeling provided by Elmer that he can't stop himself from offering up even his most closest loved ones as as, as tribute to Elmer, the polished turd. Uh, what the fuck is this movie? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, it's a masterpiece. It's great, Joe. This is... This is... Whew. This is what people love. A weird... What did I tell you about Basket Case? right? Well, I love Basket Case because... A man made a movie about a conjoined twin in a fucking wicker basket, and it lives on for 40 years. Well, here's another movie that is just ridiculous. This fucking little puppet guy is so ridiculous. He talks like Michigan J. Frog, okay? Yes, he does! Even fucking sings a song. (laughs) Okay, it's fucking ridiculous, but yet 40 years later, People are still watching it, still discovering the greatness. You know, next year will be the 35th anniversary of Brain Damage. See what I'm saying? I bet you there's a big Blu-ray or something coming out, bro. Extra features. 4K release. (laughs) What possibly could be added into this? Bro, you don't want to see that blowjob scene in 4K? (laughs) There's a blowjob scene.
0: Well, see, I hate things like this because I'm very, I'm very slut positive. And the fact that this, this young lady at the club was going to be generous enough to gift this gentleman, Brian, with the, the present of fellatio, yeah, only, only to be attacked by Elmer. As she's about, she's she's going down, she's reaching forward, digging into that fly, and out pops Elmer, and there goes her fucking life. Yes. And I say, baby girl, you didn't deserve that. <laughs> you
1: didn't deserve that. Oh, I loved how horny uh, our little uh, monster Elmer is there, where he's telling him, I want you to get on your hands and knees and crawl and beg for this juice. I was like, what movie am I watching here? This is getting risque. Oh my goodness.
0: You know, it's funny. So as we go on, we start just following Brian in his adventures with, with Elmer, you know, they, they basically become like a, you know a buddy cop tandem you know traveling around and killing you know local night watchmen and all of a sudden just out of nowhere it feels like we're reintroduced reintroduced to the old couple from the beginning of the movie who have like tracked him down on apparently the roof of some building that we have no idea where we are and they have a gun and they're like hey give us our fucking elmer back motherfucker like And he's like, what the fuck? Like, I don't even know where this fucking thing came from. Let alone that you're this guy. Like, do you got proof? Do you have like a fucking wanted poster? Like, have you been putting flyers out throughout the neighborhood?
1: Did you even fucking look for this thing? Like, how do I know this is your fucking Elmer? Now, one of the things you complain about in some of these movies that I make you watch is the lack of backstory. You go, Well, what happened? Where did this thing come from? That's I would love to know. Well, there's a part in this movie where the old man comes out and he just starts telling the history of this guy. He does this, and he's like, he sucks this thing, he does that. And I was like, oh, Joe's going to like this movie because now he has that backstory he needs. I did get the backstory. The old
0: man does (laughs) in this scene where he confronts Brian – basically tells you the history of Elmer and even how he got his name, which is not Elmer. It's just what we call him because we've Americanized the name. So when Elmer came over through Ellis Island, they was they had to change his name to make it more American is basically the gist of it all. Yeah you know how it is. So I think that is still a problem when he goes to pay income tax because his Social Security, Information does not line up with the proper spelling of his name. I don't know. This is just one man's opinion. I'm the just spitballing here. <laughs> but yes, we do get that backstory, and as kind of forced as it was, and like he just came out of
1: nowhere and talked for five minutes. You know, it's you like everything. if you watch the
0: 1960s Fantastic Four cartoon when, like, Doctor Doom would call up the the Baxter Building and be like, "Hello." Can I speak with Reed Richards, please? This is Victor Von Doom. And Sue Storm be like, holy shit, like, Reed, Victor's on the phone. He wants to talk to you. He'd be like, hello, Reed Richards. This is Victor. I've come to the possession of a ray that will melt the earth from its core. Would you like to know the story of how I became in possession of the ray that will melt the earth to its core? And then he would fucking tell him, like, in a nine-fucking-part trilogy. And he'd be like... What the fuck? And that's how this was. It's just like, oh, we got to fucking fill some time here or whatever. So (laughs) here's the fucking story of Elmer. So, yes, I did get the backstory I was looking for. Very, but not the
1: way I wanted. (laughs) Yes. It is. It's very abrupt. It's so funny. Uh, What do you feel about uh, this guy's brother swooping in, bro? What are we doing here? Yo, so
0: Brian has this girlfriend. He's got Elmer's causing him to be all fucking crazy and stuff. So the girl's like, oh, yo, what the fuck's going on? And he's like, I got to go. I, I got to get my juice. And he fucking takes off. And then my man's brother swoops in and fucking starts nailing his girlfriend. And you know what? I don't blame him one bit.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: So funny. You want to be a fuck boy? Find out what happens.
1: Uh, this, my man there. walked
0: right into the apartment with the girl while the dude was in bed. Brian's <laughs> in the be- fucking next door. He's got to gotta listen to it. My, the walls are thin, and my man is there, fucking knocking. Putting in the work, putting, not putting that work in, boots. and he's even singing through. the He's got his head up against the wall. He's like. Oh, oh, oh it's Mr. Steel Girl whoa oh, oh, oh,
1: oh. He's singing those uh Brian Myers well, Brian 90s Myers jams. slow jams playlist <laughs> Oh so good
0: man all I wanna do is make out and cry. That's him that's what happened in this movie and that's what happens for everyone from the actors to the viewers,
1: oh my goodness.
0: So, so at the it... end of the
1: story, we, we everybody dead, everybody dead. It's what happens. Movie people die, it's our movie. I'm, I'm happy. I, I, it doesn't sound like you hated this movie, Joe. It's doesn't, it... I was, it doesn't. <laughs> no, no, not like the other movies where you come in here. What is it? It sounds like the silliness of the movie. You at least were watching it like, what is this? It seems this is what I'm taking from this review here. This is not one of your, oh, Gomez, why'd you make me watch this? You ain't happy about this movie. I ain't saying you loving this movie. Okay, I, but I, I want to make sure I have gotten that point to No, close. yes, I, but I feel that you got some enjoyment from it. The silliness that sometimes backfires on me with you. I'm like, this is silly. He should like this. And you're like, oh, it's this silly puppet thing. But I think this silly puppet thing Was silly enough That you got some enjoyment I could be wrong But this is what I feel I think I will say this I think you
0: do get points in favor Of Elmer Reminding me of the Quiznos subs mascot (laughs)
1: I'll take it (laughs) I'll take any victory
0: (laughs) We gotta play that song in the credits this week The Quiznos song (laughs) I will look for
1: it. It's quest no subs. <laughs> I'm gonna play some other music right now.
0: Do it, Doug. Are you my man? A double main man. Are you my man? A triple main man. A main man man. A man. Man. quadruple main man. Are you my man?
1: Oh, you are you our man? All right, baby. Brain damage coming in hot this week. Oh, yeah. Where's the fall on your main man standards?
0: Gomez, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back into our private text messages. Ooh. And I'm going to read aloud the message that I sent to you uh Monday. At 10.17 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. To Gomez. Dot, dot, dot. I just met the sock puppet for the first time. What in blazes is this movie?
1: Those are the tweets I live for. Those texts. (laughs) I love those texts. It did get a heart reaction from Gomez. I was like, yeah,
0: that's what I want to (laughs) hear. Exactly one hour later. From me to Gomez, the fucking basket, the fucking basket case is on the train. How good was that? Because there is a subway scene where the man from Basket Case gets on the train with the goddamn basket case. And they're staring at each other. And there's a fucking showdown. This also got a heart reaction from Gomez. Yes. MCU before it started. Gomez I think you are quite perceptive I did not hate this movie As much as some of the other ones Let it be clear (laughs) And let it be known however (laughs) That this is still Not a good movie (laughs) And I do not understand Why you would want to watch this Like What goes through your head at home You have a loving family A good job, any job, any family, not even a good one. You just have anyone in your life that you don't necessarily can't stand. Maybe you tolerate them. Maybe you just have someone because you hate being alone. Why would you want to subject them or yourselves to this movie? It is not good. (laughs) And you have to wonder
1: about the people that make such a thing. No I love those people That's what I love I love that someone wrote this down This was in their head They're like how do I get these thoughts out I know Mm. So I do not I cannot and I
0: will not Ever be able to put myself in the place Of someone who says You know what I need A fucking eel monster Who sucks on your brain and makes you feel good Yeah baby you gotta feel good (laughs) but there is some entertainment value to be had here so for that reason I will give it a double main man two stars
1: baby baby
0: this movie that's one of the probably the highest ratings I've ever given one of your real horror movies
1: (laughs) Oh, this movie is a lot of fun why do I want to? Oh, why do I want to watch a movie like this? Because it is a blast, bro. This little monster is hilarious. He's a good time. He's witty. He's fucking shit talking. This guy talk. Come on, bro. I own you now. i am make you bet. Come on, that's some good shit. And this guy tripping balls, having the time of his life. You wouldn't? Would you let that guy give you a little drop? Here's the thing, I'm so like nervous about
0: things on my neck, like it freaks me out. So I don't think I could ever, like the first time I even
1: feel him crawling there, I'd be like fucking strangling this bitch. I agree. I wouldn't want him crawling up my neck like that. I don't like that. No. but
0: So I would never even get to the point where I know how good that juice feels on my brain. Maybe you could drink the juice or something. No, put it in ain't. your eyes. Drop it in your eyes. Oh man. no, no, that's even worse. Like I can't wear contact lenses because I can't touch my eyes. You don't got to touch it. You just no. no. But even like eyedropper, like I can't do it. Oh,
1: you're can't one do of it. those people. Okay, can't
0: open my eyes underwater. Like can't do it.
1: Oh no, well, that's good. You don't want to see the sea monster under there.
0: No, but it sucks <laughs> because then that's why I got disqualified from being on Baywatch.
1: <laughs> I mean, opening your eyes is kind of important. I
0: would think. Like I just I I look to see where I gotta go, and then in my head I just remember it, so I go. Is that? how That's how I do it. How do you do it? How do you how do you do swimming? And I and open my riding. eyes. I open oh, my no. eyes. No, I, when I save people, I just I, I I get the vision from afar, and then I just let my thoughts and my memories guide
1: me. Oh, your Peter tingles. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> Brain damage. My shoes, spasms. Shoes, spasms. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, Name of the episode, right there. Yeah, it is. I already got the cover on <laughs> in my head. Don't you worry. <laughs> Oh, bad. Brain damage. Three and a half stars. Three and a half? Are you mad? It's fun. You're talking it's about like
0: you're making it sound like a good movie.
1: I didn't say that. Although I think it's it is good enough. Like oh. Tito Santana, better than nothing. <laughs> Poor Tito. Oh goodness! Last well, week, four of six weeks of horror. <laughs> the home stretch, Joe. Home stretch. All
0: right, Gomez. What do you got for me coming up next week?
1: Oh. oh We're like going to watch I don't, I don't like the way this sounds. We're going to watch a classic this week. I thought this was a classic. Yeah, but like a real one. Oh, okay. you sir. We're going to watch Hellraiser. Have you seen Hellraiser Joe?
0: I've seen a lot about Hellraiser because I understand that there is a new one over yes. on Hulu.
1: There is a new one, but you're going you ori- to watch the original. Going to watch the original. The original. I watched the new one. If I feel the need to bring it up, I'll bring it up. We're going to watch the original. Uh, I believe it's, it's also on, on Hulu. It's on uh, Amazon. It's on Tubi. It's on Shudder. It's on a whole bunch of places. Plenty of places to find it. Plenty of places to find it. Um, yeah. So we're going to watch that. Uh, so I don't know much about Hellraiser. I will admit. I yeah. know
0: that there's a Pinhead, right? Exactly, Is that guy's yeah. name?
1: Pinhead. And yeah. that's pretty much where my knowledge begins and ends with Hellraiser. I figured that. So we're going to watch this one. This is, uh, you know, Pinhead's a horror icon, right? One of the villains you see when they talk about scary guys. You always see Pinhead pop up. You know what's funny about Pinhead is growing up, you had, like, your
0: horror icons, right? Your heroes. Your your Freddy, your Jason, your Michael Myers. Pinhead, I don't feel ever got to that point. Like, he never cracked through to the top tier for me. I feel like maybe I didn't hear him until I was uh, a bit older, you know? Like, I wasn't, he wasn't in on the ground floor with the
1: rest of them. I think uh, he's like a a 1B. He's like the Jake the Snake to Hogan? Sure, yes. Like, obviously, you know, your Leatherface, your Michael Myers, your Freddie, those are your big ones, you know? Those are the ones you see. Pinhead's very popular. You know, there are... Ten Hellraiser movies, not counting this remake. There are ten of them. There are <laughs> so. dozens of us. <laughs> so so you know it's a popular character. They they keep milking that 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 uh well there. So Is it because the
0: movies are good or is it because there's just always an appetite? For A new horror movie or a, yes. another chapter of a franchise,
1: what it is is uh, usually it's uh, a script that has nothing to do with Hellraiser, and then they go, Oh, let's uh, we can add Pinhead here. And uh, the big thing about Hellraiser is there's a, a, a like a puzzle box, and uh, that like a shows... Rubik's Cube the way you're yeah. doing your hands, yes, it's like a Rubik's Cube. And uh, you open it, and that unleashes the uh, the demons. Yeah. I mean, that's a odd place to
0: keep... It almost reminds me of that TV show from the 80s, Out of This World, where the girl's father was kept in, like, a jewelry box at her bedside, and he would talk to her through there. Do you remember that?
1: I do not.
0: You remember that? that- would you like to
1: swing on a star? Oh, yes, of course. There was a dude on the nightstand. I don't remember that part. I remember the song.
0: No, but like it was like his voice came from the like a jewelry box on oh. the night table. Mm. That's how she communicated with her dad. Interesting. That I don't sounds a lot be- scarier now that I say it out loud. At the time it was just like Oh that's cool so Their dad just like chills there
1: That's not cool <laughs>
0: No and that's also creepy Now that you think about it oh, goodness. Watching, looking, judging God only knows what he sees Jesus Christ That dad would be cancelled and imprisoned
1: Where he belongs Yeah Oh goodness Joe So Hellraiser yeah next week <laughs> Next week, Razor. <laughs> week five of six weeks of horror. You're almost there, baby. You're I almost, almost made it there. another year. This is impressive. I think I got I'm better than Cal Ripken at this point. And you get four weeks of uh, some sanity and then right back at it. Yeah, then right back to slaying and slaying. Oh, baby. Which I will say,
0: I had a lot of fun with last year. I'd, I'd be lying if I said otherwise. Yes,
1: it worked out. I was very happy. I got some... I got some things on uh, on the docket here. We'll see. That's shaping up to be another fun one. I think. I always oh. think they're fun, and then you come in, uh, tell and me, then tell the truth, <laughs> spread your propaganda and lies. Never. Oh. Oh. Well, if there's uh, not anything else, I'm gonna hit some music here, Joe. I think you should do that. It is now time for the big finish. All right, baby, it's time to wrap up another episode of the podcast. Let's do it by spinning this wheel. Oh, oh, oh I thought it going to change. All right. Today's big finish, Disney princesses. Hmm, here we go. I mean, what kind of criteria are we using? I was just going to ask, what what are we ranking these princesses on? (laughs) Because I think that, you know, just like having your dad in a fucking jewelry
0: box on the nightstand watching over you, things can get kind of creepy real quick. I think we just our favorites. Okay. Our favorite princesses. Yeah, that's fair.
1: Nothing else. We don't need to go into anything else.
0: Who's your favorite? Who's your, you gotta have a favorite, right? There's gotta be an all-time favorite. I mean, not really, to be honest with you. See, I I kind of agree with that, but I think recent times have given me a standout favorite, and that is Vanellope von Schweetz. I was going to say, Vanellope. That's great. I love those Wreck-It Ralph movies. So Vanellope for me would be number one, I think, nowadays. Princess Leia. She a Disney princess now. I guess now she is, right? Mm, I'll take her. I mean, my... Second favorite Disney character of all time just isn't a princess, so Judy Hopps can't make my list. So I guess I would have to go with Belle from Beauty and the Beast because she's easily manipulated and likes to read.
1: Uh. <laughs> I'm the, let me see. I guess I like the Little Mermaid, right? So I guess I like Ariel. You know, I, I like the red hair, I like that. Yeah, she don't make my list. <laughs> that that has been well established on we, this We podcast. know, we know. <laughs> um, Princess Jasmine, right? I guess? Uh, you know what? I'm we gonna know.
0: go with, for my third one, I'm gonna go with Anna from Frozen.
1: I thought about it on Anna seems like a good time, right? I feel like Anna's more fun. Well she does. She seems like a good time. Kristen yeah. Bell, she's a fun time. Come on. Oh my god.
0: What could have been with me and Kristen Bell? Ruined. Oh. I I've told Ruined. that story here before. No need to tell it again. But just I think that she could have been possibly the one that got away. I mean she's she's a one that got away, but she could have <laughs> been the one. D one.
1: Oh my goodness. Yeah, I right, so we'll go uh Ariel and Belle will uh, round out the. Uh, no, I mean uh, Jasmine. Jasmine. Jasmine, all right. Yeah. And I'm going.
0: Vanellope, Belle, and Anna from Frozen. Those, that's my three.
1: I'm sticking to it. Sounds good. All right, there, Joe. Another fun episode of the podcast in the books. Hit them with them plugs,
0: guys. Thank you so much for listening. And remember to follow us on all the social media at Card Subscribe, leave a five star Review wherever it is that you download this Podcast, if and when you do, screenshot That review, tweet it to us at jomez and we will send you An autographed 8x10 as a thank you It's the least we can do for you Taking, you know, 45 seconds Out of your day to leave those reviews Follow me everywhere That there is stuff, I'm at The Joe Shoes all over the social Media, prowrestlingtees.com Slash Joe Shoes, if you'd like To support by buying a t-shirt um no more shoot messages gomez unfortunately pro wrestling tees will no longer support the shoot messages so there goes all the added income i was making by making fun little videos for you guys who got in trouble what happened no i think i think the server for it was just uh i don't know if it was Uh, too expensive or whatever they had in place couldn't handle it anymore but either way that will be going away if it hasn't already at the end of october Um, So, unfortunately, that will no longer cease to exist. But otherwise, follow me, like I said, at the Joe Shoes everywhere on social media and YouTube.com
1: slash Joe Shoes. The Gomez 154 Instagram and Twitter. We're back next week with week five of the six weeks
0: of horror. We're watching Hellraiser. So, make sure you watch it. And that way, you can follow along
1: at home with the conversation. Yes. Real fast, I wanted to plug... Uh, my Twitch stream, Mez Movie 24 Hours of Horror, is coming up Halloween weekend. I will be doing that again where I just stream 24 hours, maybe 36 hours of horror. Oh, man! Uh, yes, I did it last year successfully. It's good, it's a good time. Come on in, Mez Movie Twitch. And
0: also, now that you say that, it reminds me that I will be making an appearance with Ooh. Dave Wonder next week Ooh. for a motu chat motu mania me dave i believe pixel dan is going to be a a few of us on monday night uh talking he-man a bunch of he-man releases reveals came out this week uh toy stuff big stuff so we'll be talking about all that stuff over there live on youtube and twitch obviously
1: if you follow me on social media you'll see the links everywhere yes we'll send those links out so until next time joe That's a more cowboy. We love these sons because they are good to us Hequis no sons They are tasty, they are crunchy, they are warm because they tossed it.
0: to